sales and selling. <laughs> Those two words are enough to give most business owners that I know the heebie-jeebies. We can feel so afraid, can't we, of feeling pushy or salesy. But here's the thing, if you're a business owner and you want to be making more money in 2020, then you have to be making more sales. That's just how it works. But you know this, this isn't news. If you're feeling like you would love to make more sales in 2020, but selling has been feeling hard, then this is the episode for you, my love. As someone who used to feel awkward when selling and avoid it, let me tell you what a relief it is to know how to sell and sell in a way that feels natural and totally sleaze free. On today's show, I'm going to tell you the straight up truth about selling. Plus, I'm going to give you a very simple three-step breakdown of what you need to be doing more of in 2020 if you want to make more sales. Grab a pen and a paper. This is going to be a good one. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. If you want to learn how you can balance motherhood and money-making beautifully, if you want to learn the strategy, mindset, and manifestation tips you need to do more of what lights you up, attract more ideal clients, make more money, and enjoy more time freedom, if you want to create this vision of success because you are a mother not in spite of it, then you are in the right place, my love. I'm your host, success coach, business mentor, mother, and tea drinker, Cory Javid. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. How are you doing? It's Corey here from CoryJavid.com. I hope you are wonderful. I hope you're enjoying this time of year. It's sunny here today, which is nice, makes a nice change. And my daughter and I saw a rainbow on our way to school this morning. Like, what a perfect start today. So I'm super happy, in a great mood. I've also got lots of things to look forward to this week, including a daddy-daughter date with my dad. Tonight, we're going out for a curry, he and I. And also on Wednesday super exciting. Team Cory Javid are going out for a Christmas lunch. Well, almost all of us. Unfortunately, not Kim because she lives in Vegas and can't make it all the way over here. But the others who are UK-based, so that's Carly and Helen and Claire, they're all coming over to where we are. That's Carly and I, we live in the same place. (laughs) And, um, We're heading out for a festive lunch somewhere fabulous, so I'm super excited for that. Other news I have to share with you is that if you are on the Limitless Money waitlist, then you'll know that I sent out a free three-part mini audio course, The Mother's Guide to Making More Money. So good. If you want in on it and you're not on the waitlist, it's not too late, my love. All you need to do is head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless. You'll get onto the waitlist for when Limitless Money opens up really soon in the beginning of next year. I'm so excited. We're doing all the preparations here right now, adding to the course as well to make it even better than before. Um, I'm not going to tell you any more about that right now, but I'm just going to tell you that if you want to get your hands on that free mini course, then you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless and it will wing its way over to you. So pretty much all of us, I think at this point, I know I've been saying like finish strong and focus on what you can achieve still in the rest of this year. Depending when you're listening to this, there's only a couple of weeks of December left and a lot of it's eaten up by Christmas in a good way. So I think pretty much all of us have set our sights on 2020. 
2020, haven't we? And maybe you've been thinking about what you'd like to achieve next year with your business. Maybe that's already been on your mind. Maybe you've been reflecting on what you've achieved so far this year and how you want to go bigger and better next year. Or maybe this year's been a bit of a struggle and you want next year to feel like less of a struggle. Maybe you'd like to increase your revenue. Maybe you'd like to add in a new revenue stream or two. Maybe a passive income stream. Maybe you'd like to make more money so that you can reinvest in your business or yourself more directly. Maybe you'd like to make more money so that you can reinvest and get something like a new website done or new branding or do that course that would boost your skills. Or maybe you'd just like to be making more money in your business so that you can actually be paying yourself a really great wage from your business and enjoying more of the great things in life with your family. If any of this is true, then fundamentally, of course, what you need to do is make more sales in 2020, right? Whether you want to sell more of what you already have or sell new things, if you want your business's bottom line to grow, then there's no two ways about it. You need to make more sales. But, ah, there's a big but, isn't there when it comes to sales? (laughs) Selling has a big but. (laughs) But perhaps you struggle with selling. You would not be on your own, my love. If that's where you are, if you feel like sales are a struggle or hard or difficult, you are not alone. You would be in the vast majority of women who I speak to and who come to work with me. Maybe you hate the idea of selling, like straight up hate it. (laughs) Maybe you feel like you're just not a born salesperson and you see other people selling, you're like, well, it's okay for them because they've just got that natural gift. Or maybe you just wish someone could do the selling for you so you wouldn't have to feel awkward and you could just get back to your zone of genius. Or maybe you've got fantasies of creating some kind of kick-ass Facebook ad automated funnel that would do the selling for you. Phew. (laughs) Well, if any of that feels true, then you're definitely listening to the right episode today. I don't know if you know this, but in addition to loving talking about money and mindset and manifestation and all that jazz, selling is also my jam. Guess what? They're all connected anyway. (laughs) Uh, Helping women to learn how to sell and do so in a way that feels good to them and do so with ease is like one of my favorite things. So I want us to talk about selling today. And here's the thing. I totally get it selling can feel like a struggle. I know it. I've been there for sure in the past. It wasn't always something that came easily to me and I definitely didn't used to count myself as a natural born sales person. So don't be telling yourself any of that ish about me, (laughs) right? I was not born into this. It was not something that was an inherent skill of mine. It is learnable. So that's the first good piece of news, right? However, I do know what it's like. I know what it's like to feel like you're one hand worrying that you're coming across as too salesy or pushy and at the exact same time worrying that you're underselling or trying to actually just get away from the sales situation because it feels so awkward and weird and gross. Um, So I know that how it can feel. But I want to give you the honest truth about selling and we're going to just look at it cold hard facts okay we're going to have a good old look at it together and see it for what it is Um, and then I'm also going to tell you the things that I have been doing to make more sales and that work for me so that you can do more of them too and reap the rewards in 2020 sound like a good plan 
Amazing. <laughs> I thought so too. So let's get to it. Here is the truth, the God's honest truth about selling. There's no mystery about selling. I know that we can feel like, oh, it's some mysterious thing. If only I could learn the secret to selling. Only if I had that silver bullet with regards to selling, then it would be easier. It's actually really straightforward. If you want to make more sales, you need to do more sales activities. Like that's really easy, right? (laughs) When we boil it down fundamentally, there's nothing inherently hard about that. And then the sales activity is really, simply put, offering somebody the opportunity to work with you or buy from you. So converting them from a prospect, somebody who might be interested into somebody who is interested and pays you. And that's it. That's all that selling is. Again, not rocket science. I think we can all agree on that, right? So why does it feel so difficult and so hard? And the truth, the truth that we need to accept if we want to get over this hump and get to the other side where the grass truly is greener and made from blades of sales. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. I maybe have had one too many mince pies. Um, so the truth is that the reason that selling feels hard is this. It all boils down to how you think and feel about the topic of selling. That's literally it. It's not that there's some secret that you don't know or some new technique that you need to learn. None of that is actually true. There's not some skill that is inherent in some people and not in you. No, none of that's true. If selling or making sales has been feeling hard, it's just simply down to how you've been thinking and feeling about selling. That's it. So change those two things. Guess what? Selling becomes easier. Hurrah! Isn't that good to know? Isn't that good to know that there's not a secret? There's not some secret formula that you don't know. There's not some huge amount of skills that you need to learn at a massive cost of time and money. Actually, if you change how you're thinking and feeling about selling, it will all become so much easier. That was what was true for me. It will be true for you too. Here's why it comes down to how you're thinking and feeling about selling. So if you're in that place right now, where I used to be, FYI, where many of my clients get started, where you feel like this is true. Maybe you feel like selling is hard. Maybe you're like, yes, fact. (laughs) Or maybe you feel like, I'm just not good at selling. That's a fact. Or maybe you feel like, I just don't like selling. I don't enjoy it. Or maybe you just feel like underneath those feelings is this belief that selling is bad, somehow wrong. That's an easy one for us to tell ourselves, right? There's quite a lot of cultural perceptions around selling in general that make us feel like selling is bad or wrong or inherently evil in some way. So if those are the thoughts that you're thinking, so generally negative things about selling or your abilities to sell and limiting beliefs connected to your perception of your abilities to sell, then those are the thoughts you're thinking. What happens? Well, As soon as you so much think about doing some kind of sales activity, maybe getting on a sales call or writing a sales post for social media or a sales email or some sales copy for a sales page, (laughs) then your body becomes filled with dread and with those uncomfortable, awkward feelings as a result of those thoughts. So, and worry and doubt and maybe a bit of anxiety comes creeping in too. And we can just feel super uncomfortable. And it's because of those thoughts are sparking those feelings in us. So, of course, how you are thinking and feeling show up in the actions that you take. This is something we've talked about many times on the show before. Most of the time, I see this particular 
scenario with these beliefs, limiting beliefs around selling and negative stories around selling, manifesting as failing to take action. So that's the biggest thing that I see preventing women from making more sales is not taking the actions that they need to take and not selling. And that makes sense, right? Because if we are telling ourselves that I'm bad at this or I really don't enjoy it or it's actually selling is inherently wrong or bad in and of itself, then of course we don't want to be doing activities related to selling, do we? So that's how it can show up. Doing lots of the busy work, oh yes, keeping super busy at all times, but not actually selling. Maybe that resonates with you. If so, don't make yourself wrong. It's time to just shine a light on these things and learn what we can do about it. And like I said, this is where I used to be in the beginning of my business, right? I didn't just start off and find converting warm leads into sales an easy thing. It's just not how it worked for me. I had to learn, right? had to learn the things that I'm going to tell you today. And I didn't have anybody telling me in this succinct way. And that's why I've made this episode because I like want to save you <laughs> from the t- kind of toil that it took for me. And so we're in this place of feeling awkward and uncomfortable and thinking things about selling that are negative. And then, of course, avoiding to do any sales activities. Well, of course, if we're vo- avoiding sales activities, we can't expect to make many sales, can we? And yet, it's amazing how often I speak to women who are burying their heads in the sand about it. And, and they just say they can't understand why they're not making more sales. And I say, okay, well, how many sales activities have you done this week? And they're like, um, and they kind of like look down awkwardly. <laughs> You know, it's fine, but it's fine if you found yourself there, but let's get you out of that hole, shall we? And often, even from there, by extension, because of this fear around selling, um, I find people aren't even actually marketing as much as they could be. So not getting the message out there, not doing the things to attract their ideal clients to them. And really what underpins that lack of action there are these thoughts and these feelings. Okay, so that's one way that this can manifest is you're not taking the type of actions that you need to be taking to make more sales. The other thing is that maybe when you do find yourself in a sales situation, this is again something that I see, or maybe if you found yourself in a sales situation, let's say on a sales call, then of course, those feelings are going to be amplified. It's going to really crank up the dial on those thoughts and feelings around selling being bad or wrong or you being terrible at sales and all of that junk because you're in that situation right then and there. And so in those situations, then it's really hard to do a good job of selling because of course that inner dialogue becomes so loud and it makes it hard to be really present with the person that you're trying to sell to because you've got all of these thoughts whirling around in your head like, oh my God, she's going to think I'm salesy and pushy, but oh my God, I need to make this sale. But oh my God, did I just say that thing? Should I have said that thing? Oh no, that's going to seem really awkward. Maybe I should just run away and not actually sell. You know, we've all been there. We've all been in those really uncomfortable, awkward situations where we can barely hear what the other person's saying because our inner dialogue is drowning them out. So either way, whether it's lack of action or taking action from that thinking and feeling place that selling is somehow wrong or negative, then of course, of course, the outcome is necessarily (laughs) less sales. Yes. Can you see how this is actually a really simple problem to solve when you understand what the problem really is. The problem isn't that selling is hard or difficult. The problem isn't that you're not a born salesperson. The problem isn't that you suck at sales or whatever you're telling yourself. The problem is the thoughts themselves. Those are the problems, right? It's what you're thinking about selling 
and making sales and from there how you're feeling and from there how you're showing up and the kind of energy you're bringing to the sales actions you're taking if you're taking any and then from there the outcomes that you get right and so of course (laughs) by extension from there then in that situation where you're thinking negative thoughts about selling and then you're feeling awkward about selling and then you're either not taking action or you're being really awkward when you do and then you're not making the sale, then what happens is that part of your brain that's really attached to that story that selling is horrible, selling is wrong, I'm terrible at selling, your brain is looking for more evidence to keep that belief in place. And so as soon as you have a quote unquote negative outcome, it thinks that it's evidence. And so your brain says, aha, see, selling is hard, selling is awkward, selling is difficult, selling is wrong. I suck at selling. Okay. And it just, you go round in a loop. And so what you perceive as evidence in that situation just stokes the flames. It just adds fuel on the fire and keeps those negative thoughts burning around selling. Now let's imagine the flip side of that. Let's imagine a scenario where no one ever told you that there was ever anything to be awkward with around selling. Nobody ever gave you the idea that selling was difficult or uncomfortable or the idea of being salesy or sleazy or pushy hasn't even occurred to you. (laughs) Perhaps you just feel really genuinely excited to help people with the thing that it is that you do. Whether it's product or service, whatever it is, perhaps you just genuinely feel amazingly excited and you just want to tell everybody about it because you know how much they're going to love it. If you were approaching sales from that place with completely free of negative beliefs and limiting beliefs around selling, then how would the story play out differently? Well, of course, you would feel just amazing and excited at the opportunity to sell. There would be no nothing negative in the way. And so there would just be good feeling in your body. There would be good energy that you're bringing to your sales activities. And of course, you would do your sales activities because you're like, hooray, when I do sales activities, people get to buy this thing from me and they get to be helped by this thing. And then I'm really happy because that's why I'm doing this in the first place. And they're really happy because I've made an amazing thing. And then you would just skip merrily into your sales activities. Your enthusiasm would be infectious, of course, and you would make more sales. And then what would happen is your brain would see that as evidence to support this ongoing positive story that selling is easy, selling is fun, and selling is a good thing. Do you see how that is two scenarios, but can you see how they play out? And the difference being how we start at the top, which is how we think about selling. Okay, so... That is the truth about selling. It's really not that difficult or it's not something that is complicated when we have empowering beliefs around selling, when we feel good about selling, when we know how to sell in a way that feels authentic, and when we let go of all of that inner dialogue that is like causing so much clutter in our way and distracting us from actually doing the things that we need to do to get our work into the hands of the people that need it. So that's the truth about selling. And when that dawned on me, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. And I felt so relieved. I was like, oh, so to be better at selling, all I have to do is work on how I think about selling. Yay, that's actually quite easy. Well, not necessarily easy, easy, but it's doable, right? And it's something totally within my power. That's something totally within your power. If you want to be better at selling, if you want to make more sales in 2020, then you can change how you're thinking about selling. Simple as that. 
So if you want to make more sales in 2020, and hey, why wouldn't you? Of course you want to make more sales in 2020. I know I plan to be making a lot more sales in 2020 myself. Here's what you need to do. And these are the things, by the way, that I have been doing to get me where I am, to make the sales that I've made, to get me to six figures and beyond. And these are the same things that I continue to do to make more and more sales. So I'm going to share them with you. Three things, three things that I want you to do more of if you want to make more sales. And they are this. Number one, I'm hoping we've kind of already started to do this one. You need to shift your perception of selling, okay? So start with looking at what you really believe to be true currently around sales and selling. Get out a piece of paper, do a brain dump, dump it all down there, get all that crud out that's lurking in the back of your brain. This is what I like to do. And just get it all out on paper and see it for what it is. Those are the beliefs that have potentially been holding you back if you've been finding it hard to make sales, right? And so the other thing we can start doing then is to start counteracting those limiting beliefs around selling and those negative stories around selling by looking for positive evidence to the contrary, okay? So what you can do to help shift your perspective of selling is to start looking for examples of when you have loved being sold to. There are many examples and just because you haven't decided to look for them, you're not noticing them. Once you start to look for them, once you turn on that part of your brain, you know, I've talked about it before, the reticular activating system, you know, it's that same part of your brain that when you decide that you're going to buy a particular car, you start seeing that particular car everywhere, right? So we do that. Let's do that right now. (laughs) Let's tell your brain to start looking for examples of selling done well, of loving being sold to. We've all been there. We've all been there when somebody has told us about a product or service and got us all excited about it. And we have loved the sales process and we've been really happy with the thing that we've been sold, right? So many times in our lives, you can look at anything that you've purchased that you love and that you would recommend to a friend and think about the sales process there, right? Selling happened there. Now, was selling wrong there? Well, no, of course not, because you ended up with something that you love. So selling as an action, as an activity, as something that we do isn't bad or wrong. And that's the first thing. That's the first mental hurdle that we need to get over because we have this story that it's bad or wrong. And I've used this example before, but when I want a cup of tea in the morning and I find I'm without milk and I go to the shop and I am sold a pint of milk, I'm not angry. I'm not annoyed. I don't feel like they've been pushy because I wanted the milk, right? I needed the milk. (laughs) I'm happy I've got the milk. And I was sold the milk. Now, that's the thing to remember is that it's not the case that selling in all instances is wrong. It's just that we have been focusing too much on the few, and actually there are very few instances in our lives where we get sold to in a way that feels gross. Now, when we get sold to in a way that feels gross, it's because it's something that we actually are not sure that we want, or we're not sure that the salesperson believes in and is being genuine um, when it comes to them talking about the thing that they're selling right? Um, And maybe we're feeling like pressured into making the purchase, even though we don't feel ready to make the purchase. Those are instances when selling doesn't feel good. And I bet actually, when you stop to think about it, the 
amount of times that you've been sold to in that way are very few and far between. It's just that we have such a pervasive cultural story around salesmen being sleazy and pushy and, you know, selling snake oil and all that kind of jazz that we're really ready to believe that that could be true of us and what we're selling. But we're not selling snake oil. We're not trying to push people into buying things that aren't right for them, are we? Like We're trying to help people. Pretty much everyone who I meet online has the type of business that really was born out of a desire to help people in a particular way. And it doesn't matter what you are selling, what type of product or service, I bet that that's what really, when it comes down to it fundamentally, that's what you want, right? You want your product or services in the hands of people who need them and want them. And that's what we're talking about here. So selling is just simply the process of converting them from somebody who is potentially interested to being definitely interested and then paying you money for the thing. So it's really time to shift your perspective around selling. Like like I said, the starting point is always to notice. Notice what you have been believing that hasn't been serving you. So I'd recommend doing that brain dump. Once you understand that, then you can start shifting your beliefs by looking for examples of when actually selling has been a really good experience. That's the first thing to do. The second thing to do more of is to sort out your money mindset because there's no getting away from it. In business, pretty much everything that we do is underpinned by money, right? And selling, of course, is one of those things. Without sales, without revenue, our businesses die. That's just how it is. Like Business can't operate without revenue coming in for, you know, an extended period of time. And so, When you know that money underpins everything in business, then of course, improving what you believe to be true around money can only improve your results in your business. Personally, so I'm talking about these are the things that I did. So I first had to shift my perception of selling. And I now that's done. Like I don't have to do that anymore because I just know and understand that selling when done well is a beautiful thing. It is a transactional relationship, yes, but it is a beautiful exchange of energy. That's it. It's, for example, when I'm selling, I'm giving somebody the opportunity to benefit from whatever it is I'm selling. So that could be one-to-one, that could be my course Limitless Money, that could be one of the templates in my shop. And I believe massively in everything that I sell. So it's easy for me to feel like that's an equal exchange. So I'm giving the benefit of my experience and knowledge and I'm giving support and guidance and in exchange I'm receiving money. So when I'm making a sale, that's it. So I think that's actually a beautiful thing and a wonderful thing and a privilege to be able to do. So I've got that mindset locked in and I would love you to have that mindset locked in. I would love you to feel sold on what it is that you're selling because that will make it so much easier and sold on the idea of selling. I want you to feel excited at the opportunity to sell because really all it is is getting your products and services into the hands of the people that need them. That's it. When you're not selling, you're preventing the people who need the thing that you're making or doing from having it. Why would you do that? Don't do that. (laughs) So I know it sounds like intellectually you're like, yeah, okay, I get that. But the thing is, is to really undo that past conditioning that a lot of us have inherited or received or accumulated over time, um, we need to be looking at it. So do that work to shift your perspective. That's some work that I did. And I'm so glad and grateful to myself for doing that. Then the second thing that I did was, and this is the thing that I would encourage you to do if you want to make more sales in 2020, is to work on your money mindset. So 
I do this in a couple of ways. So first of all, what I had to do was to really go in and clear out all of those old limiting beliefs, money mindset blocks, negative stories around money, past conditioning around money, everything that was in there. I always talk about it's like clearing out an old cupboard. You want to kind of go in there once, do a big sweep out, clear out, get all the junk out, and then you make space for the new shiny things, right? So the new shiny things are the empowering support supportive beliefs around money. So I did that work. And I think that that's really a kind of once and done kind of work, which is the good news. So you want to kind of go in, clear all that crud out and heal your relationship with money once and for all. And then if a limiting belief or a negative story around money can pop up from time to time, which they do, we're all humans, happens to me, of course, then you want to be armed with the tools and techniques to take them out and move past them and again find a new more empowering and more supportive belief so the reason why this really is going to have an impact though on the sales that you make in 2020 is the more that you can show up and do the mindset work around money then the easier selling will feel and here's why you know that example that I gave you at the top of the show about how when you're selling and you're thinking all of these negative thoughts about selling and then it really clutters your mind in that sales situation because that internal monologue is just going crazy telling you all these things about you know the fact that you're feeling sleazy or salesy or pushy and oh no and although we need to make the sale well then add in a hefty dollop of negative beliefs and stories around money and it's only going to make the situation worse because you're going to feel like oh no this person's going to think I'm greedy for asking her for this amount of money I can't say the amount of money that I'm charging because that would be super awkward because it's wrong to talk about money because money's a taboo and it's wrong to want more money and maybe I shouldn't even ask her for anything maybe I should just discount it can you see (laughs) on and on and on how we can just have those limiting beliefs and negative chatter about money clouding our vision and really pulling us away from being present in that moment. One of the things that I teach my clients is that to get really good at sales, we need to learn to be present. Now, we can't be present. Now, whether that is on a sales call or face-to-face situation, or even if it's present with that blank document in front of you being ready to write some really great sales copy. You need to be present, okay? It doesn't matter what the sales activity looks like, but the more that you can be present and tune into how you can really reach this person and help them and come at it from that place, then the easier the sales activity feels. But if you're sitting down to write some sales copy or you're getting onto a sales call and you're bringing with you all of this baggage of your conditioning around money and all these beliefs that money is wrong or bad or not available to you or hard to come by, whatever the things, then it's all just distracting you and pulling your energy down and pulling your energy away from the task at hand, which is either from being super present with that person or being super present with that blank document, which represents your connection to that potential person. Like that's how I feel when I sit down to write sales copy. I feel like I am literally tuning into like this one person that I want to reach who needs to hear from me, who needs the thing that I'm offering. And you can't do that. You can't be present either way if, or it's really hard to be, if you've got all of this negative chatter around money. So that's why I've found that healing my relationship with money and clearing out all of that old crud around money has really served me because it's helped me to feel lighter and it's helped me to bring a much clearer and better energy to my sales activities. So if 
sorting out your money mindset is something that you recognize that you could be doing to help you make more sales. And it's amazing how the two go hand in hand, how when you start working on your money mindset and you start feeling more empowered around money and start feeling just lighter around money and starting to feel like in a more even relationship with money, it's amazing how quickly sales start to come in because you don't realize how much energy has been going into holding on to all of those old limiting beliefs and negative stories. And I always feel that when we release a negative story, we immediately feel lighter because it's like something heavy we've been holding on to. And then we make space for a light and positive supporting belief to come in. So it's always cool how quickly those two things go hand in hand and how quickly you see the relationship between the two. So you work on your money mindset, you just start making more sales. It's literally that straightforward. So that's the second thing that I would suggest that you do if you want to be making more sales in 2020. Again, if you want to get onto the wait list for Limitless Money, which is my course that helps you do all of that work. So it helps you to heal your relationship with money as well as know how to work through limiting beliefs fast if and when they pop up in the future, as well as learning how to up-level your money mindset, which isn't something we've been talking about now. But all of that great stuff is included in that course and it's going to be reopening in 2020. I'm so excited. So you can head over to the wait list if you're not already on it corriejavitt.com forward slash limitless but either way I would urge you whether you're going to do it on your own which sounds like a lot of effort if you ask me but that's totally your call if you're going to do it on your own or you're going to do it through my course I would definitely say that the biggest favor you could do to your sales results in 2020 would be to work on your money mindset Okay, so number one was shift your perspective of selling. Number two is to sort out that money mindset. And number three, this sounds so obvious, yet it's so easy for us to not do this. Number three is do more sales activities. (laughs) Simple, right? Obviously, duh, do more sales activities. You're like, yeah, I get that. (laughs) But here's the thing. If you've been believing loads of negative things about selling and about money, then of course, you're not going to be doing those sales activities either at all, or with the same kind of energy and gusto and pizzazz (laughs) as you would be if you believed that selling is easy and making money is effortless and fun and wonderful and abundant, right? So do those two things first and then it will be so much easier to do more sales activities. But I want to help you out with the doing part two here. So how can you do more sales activities? What do you need to do more of specifically in 2020 once you've shifted your mindset, once you've shifted your perspective on selling and once you've sorted out your money mindset? Well, first of all, this is gonna, again, sound like an obvious one, but you need to know what they are. You need to know what your sales activities are for your business. And it's okay if you don't. I've been there. I had to be told at one point. (laughs) And so many of my clients need to be told too. That's fine, okay? So I'm gonna tell you right now. How do you know what your sales activities are so that you can prioritize them? How do you know what your money-making activities are so you can prioritize them? Well, first of all, for your sales activities, what are your sales mechanisms in your business? Have a think about that. So maybe your sales mechanism is that somebody gets to a web page and then clicks buy. Okay. So how do you get more people to that web page? How do you get more people to click buy? Those are the kinds of things that you can be thinking about and doing anything that helps with either of those things. Getting people to the page, getting people to click buy, Doing anything that helps with either of those things would be a sales activity. Other sales activities would be getting people on a sales call or doing something to provide value up front and demonstrate the value that you could continue to provide and then pitching to that person to make a sale. So pitching or making an offer, both meaning 
giving somebody the opportunity to work with you, presenting them with that opportunity and saying, hey, here's something that I think you might be interested in. Here's how I could help you. Here's what we could do together. Is it something you want to go ahead with? Simple as that, right? That's like pitching or offering. Sounds more complicated than it is. It's really not. And so I think it's important to distinguish just quickly between sales and marketing. So marketing is attracting the people to you and selling is converting those people into paying customers and clients. That's literally all it is, all the difference between them, right? And so of course you need some good marketing to make your sales easier. But when we're talking about doing sales activities, we're talking about taking somebody who's already maybe on your email list or maybe watching you on Facebook or maybe following you on Instagram or whatever in your sphere of influence, somebody who's already potentially a warm lead, maybe they've already digested some significant free content of yours already taking that person and giving them the opportunity to be converted into a paying customer or client. So presenting them with a sales opportunity, right? So those are the things that you need to be doing. So make a list of what your sales activities are. Make a list of those money-making sales activities for your business and write them down and have them handy, pin them up somewhere so that you can be making sure that you're doing more of those things. And so I don't just want you to do them sometimes, I want you to do them daily. If you want to be making more sales in 2020, you need to be making more offers. (laughs) Simple as that, right? The more often that you show up and sell, the more sales that you'll make. And I know that it's easy to feel like, oh, well, I can't. I just did a sales message yesterday, so I can't do another one until at least next week or maybe two or three weeks from now because everyone's going to think I've turned really salesy. (laughs) If that's how you're feeling, go back to points one and point two because there's still some work to do there, right? And it's not about, don't misunderstand me, it's not about all of a sudden becoming a one-track person, which all you talk about online is the thing that you're offering. It's not about that. But you can be showing up, creating great content, sharing fantastic free value up front, and I would suggest that you do that, and following up regularly with regular offers to work with you, with regular strong sales call to actions, okay? That's an absolutely okay thing to be doing. There's nothing wrong with that. You're not operating a charity, unless you are, but even then you need donations, so you still need to be making pitches in a different way. But you get my point, right? If you're in business, then you need to be telling people how they can work with you. If you don't tell the people how they can work with you, then they can't work with you, right? So you need to tell them and tell them regularly. And now that doesn't mean that you have to do the same thing in terms of sales activities every day. So one day you could write a sales-related post for social media. Maybe the next day you write a sales email. Maybe the day after that you get on some calls with people. Maybe the day after that you follow up with some warm leads, send them an email, check in and see how they're feeling. Any of those things are sales activities and that's why it's worth having a list of a number of different things that you can do so that you can do sales activities daily. If you do that, you cannot fail to make more sales. It's just the repetition is the key, right? And the other thing, and here's the thing that has really served me. So I do sales activities almost daily, day in, day out. Now, not all the time, all the time, because some of the times I purposely and intentionally take my foot off that sales pedal because I'm doing some behind the scenes business building. But I know when I do that, then of course, the warm leads, they peter out, right? That's the kind of thing that you need to see the relationship between how often you're showing up and making the offers and how often sales are coming in or warm leads are coming your way. But I do sales activities super regularly, super consistently. And 
yes, that's been good because, of course, the more offers you make, the more sales you make. But also, and here's the thing to really take in, the more often you are selling and doing those sales activities, the better you get at them. That's it. And that you get better at them because you learn what works. You learn that, oh, that didn't actually work. That call didn't go well. Well, what didn't go well? What could I do better next time? Or, oh, that page isn't converting into the kind of sales that I would like to be making. What could I change and see if that improves how many sales come to me via the sales page? Do you see? It's that showing up again and again but also showing up with curiosity because then you can find out what are the things that help your warm leads turn into paying and raving customers and clients. So this is something I'm really glad that I understood fairly early on in my business, this requirement to get good at converting and the way to do that was, number one, shifting my perception about selling so that I could actually feel like showing up for these activities. Number two, sorting out my money mindset so I wasn't just bringing my baggage to the sales party. And number three, doing it regularly and just having that desire to understand what converts and how and why and not making it wrong when a sale doesn't go through. So if I put something out there and it falls on deaf ears or I hear crickets in return, I'm not beating myself up about it. I'm not making it mean something that it doesn't mean. If you need this message, go and listen to the episode called Stop Sweating the Numbers. But I don't make it mean something that it doesn't mean. I just look at it with curiosity like, huh, I really thought that that was going to work. I really thought that that thing that I did would result in a sale or some sales, but it didn't. What can I learn from that? What can I try next time? And so having that curiosity and that willingness to be super consistent with showing up for my sales activities has really served me. But I know that I wouldn't be able to show up consistently for my sales activities if I was still feeling weird about selling and if I was still bringing around with me everywhere I go those old, heavy, limiting beliefs about money. So do you see how they all work together? So super quick recap. If you want to be making more sales in 2020, and why wouldn't you, then here's what you need to do more of. You need to shift your perspective around selling. You need to sort out your money mindset. Get rid of all of that crud that's not serving you. And you need to do more sales activities. It's quite as simple as that. If you do those three things, I promise, promise, promise you, you will make more sales in 2020. That is a fact. And I want you to come and tell me when you have. I want you to do these three things and then report back and be like, yes, yay, thank you. (laughs) These three things work. It doesn't need to be more complicated than doing these three things. I think we make business seem way more complicated than it is. Okay, it's time for today's Dash of Woo. What is a Dash of Woo? It's a short, practical mindset or manifestation tip designed to take what we've been talking about in today's show and give it that extra sparkle as you implement it into your life and business. So we're talking about sales today. And before you get stuck into that point one, the first step, shifting your perspective around selling, before you even do that, I'd love you to do this dash of woo first, because it's going to be a really, really great primer. I want you to find some time. This is the start of every dash of woo, isn't it? Find some time on your own. You're welcome because you think, you see, I know that as mums, having some time and quiet on our own to reflect or do this kind of inner work can seem like a little bit of a treat. So that's why I make pretty much every dash of woo dependent on finding some time and quiet and peace. So find some time. (laughs) Just, you know, we don't need a ton of time, maybe 10 minutes for this one. And close your eyes and I want you to think about 
why it is that you started your business, but specifically like why it is that you do the thing that you do. So the type of service that you provide or the type of products that you create, why do you create them? Who are you creating them for? I'd love you to really tune into that. I'd love you to think about who is she, if it's a she, I'm just going to go with she for now. Why does she need this? What is she doing right now, now that she doesn't have your thing? How much happier would she be to have your product, your service in her life? I'd love you to imagine one specific person, one ideal client. Maybe it's a client that you already, or a customer that you already have. Maybe it's an imagined one, doesn't matter, but just one person. And imagine that person engaging with your thing, whatever your thing is. So maybe they're using your product, or maybe they're engaging in your service, whatever thing is. Imagine them using it and enjoying it. And now I'd love you to think about from there the ripple effect, the ripple effect into that person's life. What does that really mean for her now? So she's so much happier now she has your thing in her life. What does that mean? How does that show up and cause a beautiful ripple effect in her business, in her personal life, with her family? Have a think about that and allow yourself to really see the bigger picture of the value that you're providing and the work that you're doing and feel really in tune with that. When you can do that, when you can feel really connected in this way to that beautiful ripple effect, it makes all of the other things that we were talking about today, those three steps, so much easier because you remember the fundamental why of why you're doing this work. You're doing it for that person, for all of those potential people just like her that are out there. You're doing it for that beautiful ripple effect that can go on and on just from that one sale. And I would love you to think about that before you get stuck in to the three steps today. Okay. If you've enjoyed today's show, I've enjoyed recording this for you. I have to say, I've been having a marvelous time. <laughs> if you want to make more money with ease in 2020, yes, you, I'm talking to you. I've actually made you a plan. Here's why. It's my personal mission to help you make more money in 2020. Did you know this? This is like my resolution. I don't really like resolutions because they sound like things that peter out. This is my mission for 2020. My mission is to help you to make more money because I know that when you make more money, you will do great, incredible things with that money. You will have a great time with your family and that will impact their lives. You will reinvest it into your business, maybe work with other people and give them an opportunity. You will spend it doing great things that make you happy and then you'll show up with that energy in your life and you'll spend your money on other things that are important to you that have a beautiful impact on many different people in many ways. That's why I want you to make more money. <laughs> so I want you to make more money in 2020 and I've made you a plan to help you. Here's what I want you to do. First of all, I want you to get on the wait list for Limitless Money because doing so will grant you access to my free audio course, which is called The Mother's Guide to Making More Money. And in it, we're going to shine a light on the three things standing between you and more money and what you can do to shift those three things right now. How cool is that? And the extra great news is that you'll also then be on the waitlist for Limitless Money for when it reopens next year. Hurrah! And the people on the waitlist will not only be the first to find out when the doors open, but you'll also get first dibs at an incredible but limited capacity bonus and 
all waitlisters will get an exclusive discount. So many reasons to celebrate there. So do that. Get on the waitlist, coreyjaffid.com forward slash limitless and sign up. Then the second part of our plan is I want you to go and listen to that three-part audio series. I'd suggest that they make a great accompaniment to some Christmas present wrapping with a glass of mulled wine. (laughs) Hey, that's just me. That's what I would do. You could, of course, because it's all audio, you could just listen to it in the gym or while you're pushing the trolley or cart, depending where you are in the world, around the supermarket and getting those last bits of Christmas shopping done. Whatever the case, it's really super easy to do, super easy to digest, but you're going to love it. I promise you that. I released it last year and women went nuts for this free three-part course. So I think that you're going to be the same. So go and do that. So that's part two. Go and listen to it, right? That's the second part of our plan. There's no reason not to. It's all audio. You don't have to make special time for it. It's literally teaching and transformation on the fly. So good. Then here's the third part of our plan. Directly after Christmas, make sure you keep your eyes peeled because literally a couple of days after Christmas, I'm going to be telling you about something else that I'm bringing you also free to kick start your 2020 and make it your most limitless year yet. Good plan? Great. So that's what you're going to do. Go and sign up, get yourself on the wait list, get that free three-part audio series so you can get those by going to corriejavid.com forward slash limitless listen to it and then keep your eyes peeled for what is coming next in the first week of the new year i've got something free to kickstart 2020 you're gonna love it i'm really super excited i'm absolutely geeking out over here about it (laughs) preparing for it okay amazing if you've enjoyed today's show and you want to find out more head over to either the show notes in your podcast player there's those links that i've been mentioning they're right there for you You can just go and hit those from there or if you want to find out even more then you can head over to corriejavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash more sales in 2020 for listening i appreciate you so much if you've enjoyed listening to today's show make sure you subscribe on itunes or stitcher so you don't miss out on any episodes it would make my day possibly even my week if you could spare a minute and leave a review over on itunes And because I value your time so much, each month, one lucky reviewer will win a free success coaching call with yours truly. So if you'd love for us to pinpoint and then work through that one thing that's currently standing between where you are now and where you want to be, then definitely leave a review for your chance to win. Until next time, remember, you are limitless.